Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners, also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200. Ahoy hoy everybody and welcome to Talking Simpsons. This is the Laser Time Podcast Network's chronological exploration of the Simpsons. I am your host as always, Bob Mackey. Who else is here with me today? I'm little Timmy O'Toole and I <laughs> fell down a well. No, I'm just kidding everybody. I pranked you. It's Henry Gilbert. Oh man, you got me there. Uh, Funky C, Chris Antista. Awesome. And today's <laughs> episode is Radio Bart, a great one. It aired on January 9th, 1992. Chris, what happened on this epic day in history? <gasps> Oh boy, Bobby. Hope everybody had a merry merry because rap music has finally gained enough of an audience to get its first reported arena show at Madison Square Gardens. Whoa. Apple debuts a little program called QuickTime. Nintendo announces a price <laughs> cut and a new advanced CD accessory for next year. And Jeffrey Dahmer pleads guilty for his role in the murder and corpse sex of at least 15 um, boys. He's finally brought to justice. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. But what an eventful weekend. I wanted to rattle that off. And if, you, if it wasn't... I've totally deviated from the original concept of the news sting because that was supposed to be the way Homer describes decades when he goes uh, in the flashbacks. You mean like oh. the most the most unimportant and innocuous yes. things that happened? Yeah. Yes, we're that, actually it, saying it, important it, things. It, it, who, who could forget? Blah, 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 blah. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. And so I, I've totally lost that and gone into like just <laughs> cheesy newscaster. And I wanted to make that quick because the rap music thing is especially awesome. Uh, rap music finally has an arena show at Madison Square Gardens. I bet that made a lot of white people nervous. Uh, it I had it had oh to, God. but then yeah, like so if scared. you looked at the acts, the acts because one it wasn't just one. Was act. it Cool Modi Simpson? No, <laughs> no, it was Ghetto Boys. Oh, okay, not bad. Queen Latifah, Naughty by Nature, Kid and Play, Public Enemy, Fresh Prince, and DJ Jazzy Jeff. So pretty much everybody who could show up did. That's pretty much a and super that's group. how they got. Yeah. That's yeah. how they, that arena show now would cost a Gen Xer, I think, within like four hundred dollars. You'd have to see it at Vegas for yeah. sure. Yeah, <laughs> yes. or or in a giant field where a million people could show up. <laughs> My question is, who is the bigger monster, Jeffrey Dahmer or QuickTime? <laughs> I, one of at least one of them's dead. Yes. <laughs> hey, I wow. Loved, yeah, you're right, Chris. <laughs> I loved watching QuickTime videos of anime openings all through the '90s and oh, really so. bad like Simpsons clips on yeah. uh, on GeoCities. Yeah, it's yes. beautiful. Thank so, you, QuickTime. So this, I, I, yeah, probably hate QuickTime more because Jeffrey Dahmer to this day does not send me a notification to check in on him every so <laughs> like every couple of weeks. Do you want to update uh, uh, my jail sentence? You want to no, update sorry. this thing you never use? So today's episode is totally based around a uh, a product from the late 70s and <laughs> yeah. I hope you guys will at least watch the commercial which is oh, yeah. kind of replicated identically in, in at least one part of it on the Simpsons yeah. episode and yeah, it's, it's, it's Mr. Microphone I'm actually surprised by how fast this episode starts whereas the yeah. Simpsons usually has a meandering half of a first act like it's just Lisa's watching what looks to me like the grind but I guess 
That's it, a two years off or something? It's a parody of a Soul Train, it seems Soul, like. It, yeah. Because Don Cornelius comes out. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. That's very righteous. Funky C, Funky D will be back to lip sync another one of their hits <laughs> right after this. Hey, kid, yeah. why sit in front of the TV when you can be on the radio? We're gonna roll this truck in convoy across the USA. <laughs> convoy. That could be burned. Throw away your bulky transmitters and broadcasting towers. <laughs> the Superstar Celebrity <laughs> Microphone lets you hear your voice through any AM radio. Hey, good looking. We'll be back to pick you up later. <laughs> <laughs> He's in for some loving. It's the perfect gift for birthdays, graduations, board meetings. You're fired. Mmm, Bart's birthday's coming up. But order now, supply is limited. <gasps> limited! <laughs> we saw this behavior a few episodes ago. Yeah. So this is Ronco's Mr. Microphone oh they're specifically <laughs> doing, which, yeah, that, hey, good looking, we'll be back to pick you up later. That's, that is exactly in the commercial. That's like halfway through. The commercial is just a Christmas commercial for it. My favorite Christmas gift, Mr. Microphone. Hey, what's that? Well, you set the dial on your FM radio and testing, testing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Microphone. It's essentially like carrying around your own personal shitty PA system. That the FCC would probably disapprove of. Yeah, but no wires. And yeah, you can just put it on. It, your it's phone. it's how God bridging together these decades. It's how I connected my satellite radio to my radio. Oh, yeah. You would tune. It would broadcast on an FM oh, frequency, okay, and you tune into like ninety-seven point three. Did you wish you had that tape deck? Yeah. Exactly. But I, I implore everyone to look up uh, Mr. Microphone nineteen seventy-eight. You will find the lamest commercial for this awful product. Yeah, it's like sorry. let's liven up this party, I and it's just like no one no, would ever care. I still it's think fair. it's a cool product. It's uh, like it. see. I love the dude. My favorite of the people enjoying it is the guy like walking down the street by himself, just like dancing, walking. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, well, I'm I guess all, the perceptions this episode gives is that it has a, a range of uh, several miles yes, which it yes. does not it's a couple feet well even even in the show they're like this product is awful like you can't <laughs> even use it properly but then again then Bart does use it properly from again miles away and also the song Convoy yeah. which I've had I, I sing it on occasion and I didn't realize until like GTA 5 when the song was in the game that I'd never actually heard that song doesn't it have is, like several uh, verses yeah it's, that tell it's, a long it's like story? the ultimate novel, novelty song yeah. yeah it's about a trucker on a CB radio and then a group of children comes in we got a great big oh we'll close the episode it was a Let's weird it. episode it was a weird thing that seemed to be in the 70s of like people got into ham radios and trucker nostalgia like that's why there's that whole um, uh, what's it race with death the, the ride with death ride with the death. episode of MST3K, which mm. is just a failed TV show that tried to uh, cash in on the trucker boom. That's yeah, right. There was, yeah, there, there was a big trucker boom, a CB boom, and the home. Like we did the show on dead formats, we plugged in the last episode uh, that like truckers did help push a certain kind of media. And we used to go into truck stops, and I used to buy like bootleg cartoons in there as well because they were all like fly by night stops that were just being passed from rig to rig. That's where yeah. you get awful colorized Popeye cartoons yeah. or <laughs> something like that. Who, who sang uh, Ahab the Arab? Oh God, not Ray Stevens. Ray Stevens. That's Ray it. That's Stevens. where you get your Ray Stevens tapes. Yes, but I mean, but the, the gas like, stations. There was eight track porn for truckers, like available, and like this is a novelty song that took off with the CB and trucker movement. Hmm. I forget who it's by, but uh, it did. I was it was the last thing I looked up before going to bed last night at three in the morning. And then I instantly see it, it's connected to this this documentary called Big Rigs about truckers, and I just disappeared into it. And I really <laughs> want to do out. it now. Uh, you I, know, I, I could, shouldn't this, recommend it. This episode <laughs> began, well, it began with twerking, but then after that, it began with a type of joke that I actually came to dislike on The Simpsons, what? which was... 
Homer has money, unlimited money, and just hands it to mm. someone. Like Lisa's asked for money. He's and like, this is $100. Oh, sorry. He hands it her right. his whole wallet. And speaking of weird formats, what is Bart talking about? Digital audio tape. My butt. When I was a kid, we had compact discs, and I don't recall no one complaining. Damn right. The fuck is a digital audio tape? A DAT. A DAT? A DAT? Yeah. yeah. All right. It might have been a burgeoning format at the time that was threatening to eclipse the <laughs> this, CD, the which was maybe disc. a decade old, not even at that point, right? <laughs> yeah, I think it was funny to hear that after we did that dead formats thing, that here's Bart uh, being an old-fashioned kid complaining to the Tracy Ullman era barber <laughs> who still is doing his job Jim at that point. Yeah. This episode is so good, by the way. It it's, is one And I found out what the, the only connective tissue I have for this inflaming most why I love it so much is that the simpsons obviously it's just getting started sort of and all of the shows are so rooted and centered in a family member or two mm-hmm. and flaming moe's in this episode are just like we're branching out. you're gonna see all of springfield in this episode another thing i noticed there are no beep stories in this yeah in these episodes yeah it's maybe, all strong okay. a stories yeah. yeah you're right but okay so but it's at the start of 1992 mm-hmm. september of 1992 is when i turned 10 and so mm. I definitely watched this the first time as thinking like, is this what my 10th birthday will be? It's so special to get to two digits 10 years old. Oh, I know boy. for some reason I bought a label maker at a... I bought a label maker too because I thought it was of the best. Episode. I thought it was the best. So- oh, there's only one can of beer left and it's Bart. <laughs> I put it on everything. Wrote, wrote mostly dirty words. Guys, I think we ignored the, one of the greatest scenes in this episode. Oh, the yeah, most totally jokes. Uh, Wally Weasels. Wally Weasels. Well, first, oh, the, the, before we get to Wally, though. The, this is the real 80s nostalgia. This was practically yes. dead by this time. Oh, before, for sure. Before we get to Wally, did you guys as kids on the VHS pause to see if Bart's name really was on the screen? I think I did. I think I, I did. I think I did, too. I'm was it there? Sure. I'm pretty sure it, it is, is there. there. Yeah. It is there. They just it in, yeah. yeah. One of the best uh, eight bucks he's ever spent. And Eight bucks. That's not bad. Like, now that's like how credits normally run on TV. <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah. Now you get like like six lives and Angry Birds for that kind of money. <laughs> and and also his like, I liked him cashing in the things that you get for free on your birthday because that's a dream of like, oh, you saved all the coupons for your free birthday, whatever. Though now when I watched his, I thought his tango lessons were fun. I captured a piece kid, of it. Like, when they she his wraps, head is buried in yeah, her crotch, I but his eyes too. get bigger when it happens. That's like yeah. an old animation uh, trick. Yeah. Like he clearly Dirty Carlos Baeza man looks like he tastes or smells or realizes what's happening. <laughs> Those where animators his face is. were onto something. Then they go to Wally Weasels. Yes. And oh my God. There, there are a few things I'm really like. Fuck the '80s for the most part. Like it was all terrible. <laughs> a bunch of bad sugar and awful clothing. But that documentary Rockefeller Explosion. So yeah, of like I a weird so little much. a weird little American institution of friendly robots who sang songs. I, I for some reason it makes me really nostalgic and sad and cry. <laughs> I think and, our our younger listeners might know this better as Five Nights at Freddy's. Yes, characters, totally. Yeah. Because Absolutely, it's drawing from that same nostalgia well where those robots well, were very creepy. I mean, my hometown still has a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, but it's like in the same place as a fucking fashion bug. Whereas <laughs> originally it was a fashion it was bug. a Ross and it was a two story Chuck E. Cheese like mm. an enormous ball pit, a giant arcade. Two so imagine a Ross filled with. Singing robots in arcade games. God. I definitely went to a Chuck E. Cheese after watching this episode, but I do think as a kid this soured me on it. Just like, never. Oh, yeah, it does suck. (laughs) I I had been there before and I I was just like, they took the thing I saw and put it on TV. This is amazing because it is a pitch perfect. So parody good. of the dark what I call the child bar era of Chuck E. Cheese where yeah. it was dark inside the walls yeah, and the I, ceiling were black I think there was alcohol in, in the original Chuck E. Cheese yes. and the parents would get hammered and so like it was this like crazy 
mm. arcade slash western saloon where like my parents didn't hate going to. Yes. Kids are and, running on the ski ball machine. Yeah, like it's a wild. Well, there was like place. this netted area where like the kids were cordoned off in, and like it just yeah, adults go over here eat the shittiest, the shittiest worst, pizza, the worst world. pizza ever. Yeah. And <laughs> also at picnic tables basically. <laughs> the one thing they got so completely right is the robot band is playing <laughs> where you eat, but then there's like another yeah. room where you go into privately, and like the robot comes to life and sings you a song. Yes. And in my case, I think it was like an Elvis impersonating Panther. Mm. Uh, see, they recut. They re- I, ha- I have that. a T-shirt with him on it. Still, mm, it yes. was Banjo back then, or uh, it was the guy? No, it was the guy with the puppet hand. Oh, God, what? it's all in Rock of Fire. Well, Rock, they, Chuck E. Cheese a, had a ventriloquist. Yeah. Watch the Rock of Fire explosion. I tell you what, do this. Search for Bobby. Anybody here like Arcade Fire? Yeah, yes. tunnels. Oh, like, I've seen that. It it's is amazing. so good. Yeah. Like, so the guy in the documentary who tries to reassemble the Rock of Fire explosion. Also has a YouTube channel where you can like request a song and he'll choreograph it That's right. with the robots. And the Arcade Fire one is so goddamn good. Uh, yeah, like, and throughout the video, he's injecting the robots yes, with something. I'm yes. like, what is happening I think, here? I think he thinks the music is highly, uh, what do you call it, a counterculture. Okay. Yeah. If you've but, seen the guy, all he I drinks he is Mountain like, Dew. I thought he was like lubing up the robots, no, like they're no, about that, to explode. No, I think he thought it was stuff. the weirdest psychedelic shit he'd ever heard. Okay. Yeah, if you think we're sad old aging nerds <laughs> who are about that clinging guy. on to our youth, like watch that, watch that special and you'll see like there are also people who are saying like they see they see when Chuck E. Cheese took over old banjo restaurants that that was that the there day was the a music split. I didn't died. even know we never had they're just like biz. it's the day the music died they re they re they reformatted <laughs> all the people at showbiz and turned turned the gorilla into a purple space and monster that's when senior Beaverati died in a plane crash and the documentary <laughs> is just a sad guy the last employee at his factory uh, sitting at like as it all is decaying, like need to watch real that Five again. Nights at Freddy's stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the master all decaying, but he's the guy who owns he owns the Rock of Fire. But he's nice and still believes nothing. in it. Like I'm selling this one to Dubai, and this is the last set. I, I don't know. Like, if I'll yeah, ever make this it was anymore. a factory, and I never made anymore. <laughs> but but it'll happen someday. You're like oh, buddy. And also that he Those he types of like the three hundred like bears and choreography on the factory yeah. floor playing a banjo is just so beautiful. And to me. that he was and that he was married to an attractive woman. Oh, you're like, oh, that's interesting. And I was like, oh, she's the prettiest fan of Rock of Fire. <laughs> But know. anyway, yeah, the Beaverati joke I didn't get that as a so kid. That's, but that's what I love about this. And when I the capture song. the audio. Because this clip is great, and everyone, everybody listening probably has it show up in their Facebook feed. One, let's say once a year. I've, I did it for my last birthday party. That was the image for the yeah. Facebook invite. Yeah, yeah. And and so, but what I love is capturing the audio. You really get a sense of how much the Simpsons kind of hate Chuck E. Cheese and mm. how much sound they think the robots make, and they're not wrong because you do hear the whirs and the clicks and clacks. But with no visual imagery here, you can just hear it so crystal clear. Hey there, I hear it's your birthday. How old are you? Well, I... That's great. Would you like us to sing you a special song? Hell no. You got it. Ready, Senor Beaverati? I'm already! And the ones and the two! You're the birthday, you're the birthday, you're the birthday boy or <laughs> and a man comes out to put the, uh, this, put the, the fire out. The sounds are so pronounced. It's good. We're almost crying in this room. Uh, <laughs> the funny thing is, this is so perfect because these robots were not made to put on long performances. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to Chuck E. Cheese at, to parties and things oh, like that. One or, is always broken. Yeah, but it's not just that. It's just like, we've played our song. We have to go now, kids. And they just shut their eyes and the lights yeah. turn off. It's like, at least put the curtain up or yeah, something. The, the, one, the new one, I, every time I go back to hometown, like, you want to take your kid to Chuck E. Cheese? Because I'll do it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's a curtain now. The, but, the, uh, yeah. Are there still robots? I thought Chuck E. Cheese were like glorified no. discovery zones now. No, it's just like it. What, it would make you more sad to see what the arc, 
arcade scene looks like. Because oh, yeah. it's like almost no video games, but there are people still making arcade games. You can play runner games you can play on your phone, but uh, for tickets. Exactly right? like yeah. that. And, and like, you know, like, well, that's just a big version of Hungry Hungry Hippos. Who am I to knock that, actually? I take, take yeah. edit that out. That's what I want in my house, actually. <laughs> replace, replace any other furniture with that. So, so the gifts they gave Bart are kind of crappy, and I definitely was the little shit at some point who was just like, you don't like this present. I'm not hiding my distaste for this present because I'm a kid and it's my birthday and I can let you know I hate it. Having done this many podcasts with you, it sounds like you got a lot of presents. I did. Uh, I did did not. My dad was very, very, very particular and like, I'm not going to spoil you. Do you want? Yeah, go ahead. Cry your eyes out. I'm not getting it for you. Like you'll get it for your birthday. The concrete Uh, father. Yeah, my my mother was a little bit of a pushover, but like they were very adamant. So I did. Mm -hmm. I always appreciate. I, I don't know what it's like to not appreciate a birthday present like this, but except for my dad. Because it's like, I want, what do you want? I want a Sega Genesis. I got you something better. A telescope! I'm like, this sucks. And like, this sucks. Even though it's like, this is a thousand times more expensive. And like, way better. <laughs> wow, yeah, the universe like is so boring. <laughs> yes. But he's, yeah, he's wanting you to get a feeling of exploration yeah. instead of just playing the games Japanese people did. To <laughs> but uh, The label yeah. maker thing is funny. Uh, you said you had a label maker too, Henry. I totally had one. The, yeah. the Christmas, literally the Christmas after this episode aired, I got a label maker from my grandma. Jesus. It was one of many gifts, but I thought it was cool. I'm like, I like I Bart. I was it. putting labels on everything. Like, this yep. is mine, this yeah, is mine. Like, I'm going to organize this. It was a little self-printer thing. You yeah. could customize, a permanently customize a thing for yourself. And How will I know that this box full of amazing Spider-Man <laughs> comics is full of amazing Spider-Man? Oh, I dirty words mostly. I thought it was hysterical. <laughs> I was not a bad Sucked boy like that. I was a good boy. The Bart does not like his microphone. Hey, boy, how's the microphone working? Fine. Bart! I would love to get a present like that. Here you go. Enjoy. So Don't! Yeah. Listen, boy, this is a great invention. Watch. <laughs> we got a great big convoy rocking through the night. We got a great big convoy. Ain't she a beautiful sight? Convoy. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta burn through these because these are all very personal things for me. My dad also, uh, fuck Halloween, I guess two, three years ago, he's like, um, I got something I want you to hear on the radio. I've never heard of War of the Worlds or Orson Welles, and he didn't tell me it wasn't real, and, that's, and it became a thing. Uh, like, oh man, we, oh, yeah. we, we, I would we, love to freak out a child with we that. We prepared for war, and then my dad's like, nah, it's just a thing, and he showed me all about what it actually was, and we listen we, whenever we're around, we listen to it every year. But this, it, this is pretty much what happened when War of the Worlds yeah. initially played. This is Bartron, commander of the Martian Invasion Force. Your planet is in our hands. Resistance is useless. <laughs> we have captured your president. He was delicious. Why, you little... Just Homer running through the house with a shotgun. Happily. And, and that Bart also agrees, like... Uh huh. While he's While being still strangled. stuck in strangle mode, uh, apparently in the script originally, mm-hmm. Homer dis- is deciding to mix Kool Aid with rat poison to kill the whole family before the Martians invade. Oh wow! And they and they thought that's too dark, and kids might do that, and, and so, they might not get the Jonestown reference. Guys, come on! Yeah, they might yeah. just simply feed poisoned Kool Aid to I their friends. Even though I could, I, if I was a writer, I can. Yeah, there's no way a kid would come to that conclusion. The mm-hmm. only answer is to kill everything. Yeah, like, oh, I could kill my. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the answer to killing my well, family. That goes against everything they've been programmed to do, which is to band together and friendship will prevail. Uh, th- this this clip I grabbed just because um, this became a phrase in my school. Mama! <gasps> Maggie! You talked! Can you say mama again? Sorry, lady. Show's over. 
Bart! <laughs> Sorry Lady Show's Over became a colloquial <laughs> Tallahassee Gilchrist uh, catchphrase. Wow. That, yeah, wow. In shorthand for... You know, I also, that Neapolitan ice cream joke, I think yeah. of it every time I eat Neapolitan ice cream, and it's, I think I maybe have like an anxiety thing of just like, well, then I have to eat them all equal amounts. Like, nope, it's strawberry oh, time now. In my house, I think the strawberry was the last to go. It is always, the, in my experience, it is the worst of the three. Like, strawberry ice cream by itself is not bad, but I think when it has to be put together with vanilla and chocolate it you get just the cheap can't kinds, yeah. bullshit that that's part of an ice cream triumvirate yeah. of any kind can't uh, it just be vanilla and chocolate isn't exactly. that enough best fart joke ever with the uh, yeah. microphone Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> Krabappel that was uncalled for mm. although I think bravo Bart- well done old man I, I, think- I love that they're, they have the classiest reaction to the least classy joke the Simpsons have ever done it was, yeah. it was nice to see Nelson just like hats off to you sir bravo yeah. good sir the multiple of his tricks do demand that Bart own extra portable yeah. I was going to say he like, sacrificed the radio for that joke right? that's worth it yeah. I'd say in that case it was worth it but he, he, I guess he just has to own lots of radio. I didn't radios. have a TV but I had a ton of radios as a kid they mm-hmm. seemed yeah, to be a dime a dozen even then and it only works on AM radios too to make it even a worse <laughs> thing <It's, laughs> The Simpsons will be right back you like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. Man, we all get cut in April. Is that just when companies are like, oh, yes. we get our taxes, we don't want people anymore. Which I have not even done yet, and I'm terrified. I can't wait to see how that goes. Yeah, be, yeah. We'll see where I end up on that. Like, whether I end up with a gun in my mouth at the end of this week or not, depends on how well, that goes. Man, do you uh, got money for a gun? Like, uh, shit. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, there's always... you left-leaning hippie. I have to stab myself? I have to fucking Elliot Smith myself? That's a Can you uh, stab top. yourself with that Uncharted 2 limited edition? <laughs> do you still have that? Yeah, you could sell that and pay your Probably bills. File down that hoverboard and make the ultimate <laughs> statement. Uh, <laughs> That'd be just like Chris Benoit hanging himself on his uh, workout equipment. Oh, God, I thought you were going to say his fucking championship belt. That would even uh, be No, even that would have been better. Do you have a uh, Nobel Peace Prize you can pay yourself on? As a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> Threw away all those Peabody's, had to make space. Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash lasertime, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. And of course, the best gag with the radio. I love the that I just called this clip ever. Rod Todd God. Rod Todd, this is God. How did you get on the radio? What do you mean? How did I get on the radio? I created the universe, stupid kids. Forgive my brother. Will you believe you? Talk is cheap. Perhaps a test of thy faith. Walk through the wall. I will remove it for you. <laughs> Later. <laughs> <laughs> What do you want from us? I got a job for thee. Bring forth all the cookies from your kitchen and leave them on the Simpsons' porch. But those cookies belong to our parents. <sighs> Look, do you want a happy God or a vengeful God? Happy God! <laughs> I love happy, happy God. God! Happy God! Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Uh, all these pranks God. are hilarious. They're all they're, great. Yeah. They're, they're great ways that a mischievous kid would use all these things. Like I just like but the also, prank suite to this episode. In hindsight, 
it, I mean, it just sells it like Bart's bad. That's why he does this. No, Bart's kind of a genius. Yeah, yeah he's this finding is a the really best smart way kid to entertain himself with this really yeah. crappy product. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that shows you that Bart is super smart, but on things that are stupid or like not not school. But I used he, to be like that, and I'm neither. This yeah. sucks. <laughs> I do like we see uh, Lisa exploring her love for Corey, yes, talking about living on a pony farm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then him, uh, and Bar- him and Milhouse just laughing. And by the way, a quick backtrack. I just thought it was a funny joke about how Martin is corny, giving him matching clothes. But now it comes off as gay. It Martin does a little is bit. Like, <laughs> Martin is expressing his interest in Bart uh, in Bart's beyond friendship. It's like he's grooming Bart to yeah, be his, yeah. his boy pal. Though that maybe Martin doesn't understand those feelings yet either. But uh, yeah, but maybe I'm projecting on Maybe Martin. you're projecting <laughs> a little bit. But then the ultimate prank with the radio yes. and the microphone. Help! Hootman! Sounds like trouble a-brewing at the old well. <laughs> help me, please. I fell down the well. I'll get help, laddie. A little nip of courage. <laughs> I really love, I love all of this. I love it when Springfield comes together. Yes, we see so many characters coming yeah. together. And it's time to talk about the inspirations for this episode. The confluence yes. wow. of the two weirdest, least related ideas. Baby Jessica yeah. and Ace in the Hole, a fantastic Billy Wilder movie starring Kirk Douglas. Kirk, Kirk Douglas. Yeah. And, uh, Every human on Ren and Stimpy for exactly. you animation fans. <laughs> Every adult male is Kirk Douglas. Also, uh, the movie is about essentially the same thing. Um a, a man, but it, it's actually happened in the movie. A man mm. is trapped in a mine, and it's about the media circus that uh, erupts around that incident and the way the media exploits tragedy in order to make a profit. And that Kirk mm. Douglas is the one of the first writers to exploit it. And I believe what it's Andy Griffith who's the man in the hole, isn't it? The, it's or, it's uh, no. it's not Andy Griffith. I forget who it is, but um, it has one of the best endings that I won't ruin for you. One of the really? manliest endings that I won't ruin ooh, for you. Ooh. And I implore you. I'm no Diana Goodman. I don't know if I can sell things as well as she can. <laughs> but please watch this movie. If you like Radio Bart, watch this movie. It's a great movie on its own, but it's also it will tell you what fed into this episode. But Baby Jessica, have you guys covered that on Thirty Twenty Ten yet? No, no. I think it's eighty seven. Uh, it's it's eighty six. I think it was oh, okay. October or something. Okay, so you guys haven't hit it yet. yet but um, well, essentially at eighteen. 18- Year old, 18, sorry, 18 month old baby fell down a well and it took 60 hours to free her and she is now 30. It, yeah, it yep. felt like so long back then though. Yeah. I mean, it felt like it was on the news for days. It's all anybody it was, was talking the, about. It was the start of the 24 hour news. Yeah. Well, it wasn't the start. The Challenger well, but, explosion was there too. But, but CNN then. was now in full gear. Yeah. And, yeah. No. I, I was only four, but I have vague memories of my mom watching this or having yeah, this on too. and asking it, about it. It was always on, which like. I don't know. I feel like that's a effed up thing for a four year old to see of like, oh, babies can fall down a well and maybe starve to death. That's screwed up. I think like, if yeah. you look at the twenty four hour news cycle, what I remember happening. This seems like a relatively brief period in hindsight. Uh, twenty four hour news cycle happened, but of course the networks have their own news. When big news happens, and they know like, well, what are we going to do? Cover it at eleven and wait and let mm. someone else get our scoop. That like all channels had a ticker of a big news event. Yeah. Uh, during the day, like baby, that's... here's an update. Or during commercials, the news team would come live. But it's the classic <laughs> and that's what happened the, with baby Jessica that's a classic news thing of like a white baby is in trouble no no like <laughs> and uh, she survived of course and I read that like all that happens is she lost a toe and uh, she's got a scar in her forehead from where the like the pipe or whatever was pressing into her but she's living a f- okay life how did she fall down a well she I guess she was unsupervised just and just okay. uh, was wandering around and really it's the aunt's fault I hope she went to jail or something there was <laughs> reminds there. me of this American life story that was about a guy who fell down a well and these kids who found him 
and decided, let's not tell anybody, but come visit them every so often. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's <laughs> creepy. Like, I... There's actually... Was it, a, was it the show This American Death? <laughs> there was a really good episode wow. of uh, American Dad that mm, revealed... This American Dad. Why isn't that happening? Uh, on, on American Dad, they reveal that the, uh, the wife on the show, Francine, mm-hmm. she was a baby Jessica type in her youth, oh, but she... Like, the, yeah. the, a firefighter that saved her died, and so she has hidden it from her family because they don't. Because she feels total guilt over his death, but then they find out that he didn't die. He's been hiding from his family the whole time, and he's now a crazy person who is, and is played very well by Will Forte. Oh, I love Will. When, really... when Will Forte does his voice work, it's great. American <laughs> Dad, a good show. Mm-hmm. But oh, anyway. did you hear that, people? This is a McFarlane hater. Black-haired <laughs> Wiggum is back. I think this is the final black-haired Wiggum appearance. <laughs> The well is 34 inches, so unfortunately not one member of our city's police force is <laughs> slender enough to rescue the boy. By God, man, you're a bunch of marshmallows. Why don't you go, Chief? Well, I'm too f- important. <laughs> uh, you know, until this mewing, I didn't catch him say, I'm too f- like he uh, almost says fat. I, I like didn't I catch just that. yeah. As a kid, I always just heard it's like I'm too important. It's weird that they had to get cops fatter than Eddie and Lou for that scene because the, they all have the Homer body. <laughs> I, I, that's the only reason I could think why they took Eddie and Lou out. So yeah, they could make but the joke. they will appear they're, they're later. later. They'll, they'll be there later, so it does make you like. Well, then wait. Then why aren't they going down? This uh, damn it! I, I do love all these proposed solutions to get oh, the, Timmy out of the well. Well, it's too dark to see the boy. Timmy has told us his foot is trapped under a rock. Thus, any attempt to pull him up would snap him like a twig. In desperation, the city is considering more unorthodox solutions. Grasping the child firmly in his talons, Socrates here will fly him to safety. Just watch. I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> that was the perfect beat before that joke, I didn't too. think that would work in audio, but it's just like that far-off scream like he's gone. And another classic Frank. Frank doing his Frank thing as just like, well, and we need a wacky sign. And an awesome Quint reference from Jaws. Yeah. With this hook and this hunk of chocolate, <laughs> I'll land your boy, and I'll clean him for free. Although we can't reach the boy, we can freeze him with liquid nitrogen so that future generations can rescue him. Uh, I love, it. <laughs> I love, that. Yeah. I love that. It has to be like a, a scientific standby. Well, I can't do anything about the problem, but maybe we can <laughs> I like that they can now just cut to Frank. Like, here's a crazy solution <laughs> yeah. to this problem. I, and I also do like that Bart. Bart becomes like a very good voice actor in this yeah. episode. Like, is Timmy O'Toole. becomes Nancy Cartwright. Exactly. He's Nancy Cartwright, but that he... <laughs> I mean, I love the way he gets everybody to turn on Skinner. Like, turn me away because of my shabby clothes. That boy's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy O'Toole is really like a more put-together Ralph Wiggum yeah, in terms of his voice. Much, yeah, pretty much. But the, oh, the, the best solution for getting Timmy out of the well. Period. Oh, yeah. The song. Mm. The, this, this fashionable cause. There's a hole in my heart as deep as the well for that poor little boy who's stuck halfway to hell. Though we can't get him out, we'll do the next best thing. Go on TV and sing, sing, sing. And we're sending out love down the way. The animation is fantastic too. It's so good. Yeah. The, the, the 
the scene that makes me laugh immediately is Sideshow Mel and his veiny hand like, being lifted up. Yeah. His posed hand it's is so, so funny. What, There's a ton to unpack in this part. What here, really but. disappointed me, though, is there was not a full version of the song on either of the Simpsons soundtrack yeah. CDs. Now there, now there are three of them, I think, but they didn't pay, make a full version. Sting. Yeah. I think they, yeah, I think they <laughs> just recorded that a little bit, but so the... Yeah, okay, first off, it's a very clear parody of We Are the World, yeah. though what it most they also said they were inspired by when Desert Storm <laughs> began. When Desert Storm began, they had uh, they did a tribute song to the troops, but the troops were done by the time the song like <laughs> almost was done was out. Uh, and then also they wanted Bruce Springsteen for uh, to be the singer on this. He oh. said no. Wasn't Sting part of We Are the World? Uh, I would bet he was. I think, Dan I think he was. got in there. Yeah, and, how did he get in? I don't know. But but they Real wanted that Bruce Springsteen was their first choice, and they realized like oh we could do Sting, and they said Sting was really funny. Oh cool. I would bet a mo- a better. Sp- than uh, Bruce Springsteen would have been. Bruce Springsteen just seems too earnest to me. He doesn't seem like a he's funny He's holding guy. all that. Oh, I got a very, he knew 9-11 was coming and it needed to be super serious <laughs> in there for said, us. They should have said, hey Bruce, this is a working class family who needs your help. Hey, he wrote a song about my hometown, so I hate it. Did him. he? Yeah, Youngstown. Oh, like, you, don't need to, you don't need to write a song about how this town sucks. <laughs> I know it. Uh, I per- Yeah, I prefer Billy Joel's Allentown. We're now, living Al- here in Allentown. <laughs> and how appropriate is it that Lisa is the only one to catch on that it's Bart uh, is playing the part of Timmy O'Toole and I love it's such a good <laughs> animation sequence that I, I just kept the sound in <laughs> I was trying to gnaw my foot off but I couldn't get through my sock good night everybody Bart Simpson the thought of a boy trapped in a well brought out the kindness and love of the entire community when they find out you've been fooling them they're gonna want to cut you up with rusty razors Oh, yeah? And how are they going to find out? The police will catch you sooner or later. The police? <laughs> they couldn't catch a cold. Maybe not, but I bet you're stupid enough to have left a property of Bart Simpson label on that radio. <laughs> oh, this, this reveal is so great. That's that's one of my examples of like that's the those are the things Simpsons doesn't do anymore. No, that's setting like, things up like that far in advance. Yes, callbacks, yeah. but also just like to pan in that way, like just to create oh, yeah, this all yeah. new sequence of revealing something. Yeah, I just have the camera zoom around like that. I feel like they wouldn't do that Mus- now. Custom when... musical cues, like I just don't see that when I watch the show. But, they had to work a lot harder. But yeah. that it all brings it together, like the, the, the that the thing introduced in the first act is his downfall to the second act, and that leads him into the third act, it's, like. It Excellent. all causes that it's it's great storytelling. John Vitti, credited writer, great job there. Fantastic. Uh, and oh, though we did miss like that is Mel's first time he ever spoke. He never spoke again. <laughs> oh, you're right. Uh, he never spoke before that. And I think Dan Castellaneta has even joked about like. That was a one-off joke, but that's just the voice of Mel now. <laughs> I guess it was supposed to be a surprise. Like, oh, that's what that other dignity yeah, free abs- character has. That is why it was so hysterical to me in the beginning. Yeah. Because we hadn't seen him speak yet, yet he has this booming singing voice. <laughs> I can only be myself. <laughs> now, and uh, speaking of visual flourishes, in the Itchy and Scratchy cartoon... I do love the animation of the way the the crocodile eats Scratchy. Yeah. Like it, <laughs> it sucks up his tail like a spaghetti. It, yeah, I don't know. It's beautiful. No, it was, and, and immediately after that, Lisa's has a pose that I've never seen from her before. Hmm. To say like that's funny and awe. Yeah. I, 
I don't oh. know. You're right. Like the animation touches in this episode. The nuance is beautiful. It's and really also, great. it was the first time they ever played their ripoff of the Axel F theme on the show. Though. Yeah, <laughs> which they would play again in the uh, separate vocations. Episode. Oh, that's where it came in again. Yeah, yeah. when they're opening, you can. Um, when I hear that song, I don't think of Bart going down a well. I think of the opening and closing. Oh, it was of that montage. Lockers. Yeah. yeah. And of course, Bart has to go track down the radio and get it back out because it's got his name on it. But then gets trapped for real. Help! Help! I fell down the well. Tell us something we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, my name is Bart Simpson. What are you doing down there? Look, I'll level with you. There is no Timmy O'Toole. It was just a prank I was playing on everybody. Bad time to be honest. <laughs> well, you sure fooled us, kid. Hey, I got an idea for a prank. Let's go home and go to sleep. <laughs> Good one, Eddie. This <laughs> cop's a band in this job. guys. <laughs> I thought that too. But For, somebody alerts everyone. Well, yeah. so the clip there is they add in see the scene from Thanksgiving episode mm-hmm. where uh, Lou and Eddie are telling them that they couldn't find Bart at the soup kitchen. Mm-hmm. They then reuse it because I may I would bet somebody said, Well wait, then how did Marge and Homer find out? Yeah. Okay, let's add a scene of Eddie and uh, Lou. Let's just right. add in that one and redo the voice. Yeah, there, there's another reused animation scene when the Homer's talking about buying Bart's love, it's zooming down on him. Yeah. I think it's from Lisa's Pony or something. No, no, like it was that. it was from Saturdays of Thunder. Oh, Saturdays of Thunder, by, like, yeah. His fat little belly bouncing around. <laughs> it didn't match up with the voice that much. No, I, didn't I feel like, like they reused it one other time, but they're just like, we got to have another scene of Bart ta- of Homer talking to little Marge. Who are? So I'm afraid your son is trapped down the well. You must think we're the worst parents in the world. Yes, that's. Pretty much the feeling down at the station. <laughs> <laughs> and so then when they go to the well and people are turned off by it, they've gone sour to a boy in a well, then, like, oh God, just the bureaucracy stuff. I love I love that Mayor Quimby, like, when Mayor Quimby was, like, sick of boys, he got, like, Homer, when Homer's yeah. trying to force his yeah. out. Yeah. And then Wiggum. They cuff him. This is, this is great. Nobody likes Bart. I like the other boy. So polite. <laughs> what are you doing to save my baby boy? Uh, well, ma'am, we've located a piece of machinery in Shreveport, Louisiana that could pop him out lickety-split. Well, why don't you get it? Well, I'm afraid we've got a budget problem, Mrs. Simpson. Your boy picked a bad time to fall down a well. <laughs> and he done it at the start of the fiscal year, no problemo. You're <sighs> telling me that the city won't pay to get a boy out of a well? Well, they would have for Timmy. People love that little guy. But uh, your son, well, he... Kind of played us off for a bunch of saps. So it seems we've all been the victims of a cruel hoax perpetrated by a ten-year-old hooligan. The mm. time has come for finger-pointing, and most of them are squarely aimed at the boy's parents. It's not our fault. We didn't want the boy. He was an accident. Homer! Uh, could you edit that last part out? <laughs> Mr. Simpson, we're live coast to coast. It's <laughs> a pretty big deal for Springfield yeah, local news. Yeah, pretty big for the, his local <laughs> Emmy award-winning news. I think that's funny that they say that that this is Bart's birthday episode, and they reference his birth there. The episode after we see Bart's birthday, literal birthday, we yeah. see that he was an accident too. Yeah, yeah. it's and described that, there. So it was a nice like matching up of continuity the, there. The joke about how they can't save Bart, uh, I appreciate more as an adult realizing how many things are tied to the fiscal year. Yeah. Like <laughs> I was, I wanted to just interrupt the clip. I'm so sad. I know mm, what that means now. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that as an excuse yeah. for so very many things. Yes. And I also mm. like that Quimby officially says he's. Flipping 
flip-flopping, like, so I'm flip-flopping. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> and also the, man, did you see that hot of hot takes, town to well boy, no more free food. Oh, like, I, I think well, I missed that. Well, that was uh, that was the news reporter dude's uh, headline that he was working on before he gets the news about Abraham Lincoln Squirrel, oh, the most Oh, more yeah. News. We see so many, like, reporters. But there's Dave Shutton, yeah. uh, who's the guy who writes up the Lincoln Squirrel thing. We also have... Uh, who has a laptop? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, just thought I that mean, was a grayscale laptop. It looks like a Commodore 64 in his yeah. lap. But we also have uh, Scott Christian and uh, Stephanie the Weather Lady in the oh, We yeah. Are the World parody. They're all together. That's right. Yeah. I forgot, Stephanie. I just, um, in the right. We Are the World parody, my eye was immediately drawn to you. Princess Cashmere. I was mm. like, who invented, invited her? She's a like, famous she's, whore. <laughs> in Capital City Goofballs, she's not later on. She's, it's, isn't it established? She's I a, spent last night in a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> that's Lurley Lumpkin. Oh, guys. that's right. I'm that's, sorry. Man. Why are you guys trying to defame Princess Cashmere? The last time we saw her, she was just having a night of consensual and perhaps not paid with sex with a poo. Mm. Yeah. You can't prove it. And, and even if it was sex work, who's to judge that? Show me the receipt. Jesus yeah. Christ. Are you, are you ready to come down off your high horse and talk about The Simpsons? No, this is now tur- <laughs> taking a real turn here. I got it. That's what the podcast is really about. Now, uh, Abraham Squirrel, I do love that. Just the, they has been assassinated. That, that shows you their real feeling about the media, too. The media yeah. is just ambivalent. Like, well, we got tired of blaming you. So, oh, there's a squirrel. Well, we're going this and way. I, I Literally mean, distracted by a squirrel. It, yeah. It's really Who meaningful. I sort of hate having to discuss this like this because this, just talking about the recollection of a uh, baby Jessica and how fast it was, but how quickly it took over the news cycle because the show is sort of exactly about that. And I use as an example what this did turn out like was the Balloon Boy fiasco from about eight <laughs> oh, years ago. Yeah. But that was a hoax, right? It was a hoax. Well, yeah. was this. A ho- Timmy O'Toole was a hoax too. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. So no. like like <laughs> this and. I was in Italy, obviously previewing a game, with the of only course. way you could do that. Yep. Um, How else could you know about so Assassin's I, Creed? So <laughs> I missed it. And the whole world was like enraptured with this Balloon Boy thing. I had to go like, there was like, there wasn't even really a YouTube yet that I could go. So I, what, what are you talking about? Yeah, this kid is stuck in a balloon. We all believed it for like 24 hours. Mm-hmm. The whole world went nuts. I was happy when I found out it was a hoax. I laughed at a lot of photoshops during the event. <laughs> <laughs> and I but like just, that's how fast the, the, the cycle went on, on yeah, the Timmy yeah. O'Toole saga. Yeah, that and, balloon kid, weird. And our new number one hit, I Do Believe We're Naked, <laughs> by Funky See Funky Do, replaces We're Sending Our Love Down the Well, which plunges all the way down to number 97. Mm. <laughs> it's still charting, though. I yeah, like his head bad. move on, like, 97. Yeah. Like, the, that's, that's little flourishes they don't do no more. Mm. And uh, I also now think about the reality of, like, as a kid, I was like, oh, Bart's in a well. That would be uncomfortable. And now I think, like, his leg would hurt. He'd be covered in his own filth. Like, after... Yeah, where's he using the bathroom? Are there bugs crawling on him? I mean, they're giving him food. Like, so he's eating and drinking food down there. So it's got to come out, you know? And I do like... should be a pee bucket. I love that joke. Um... Uh, you'll grow into it, <laughs> and and then we get another first in the episode. The first of their jokes of like this person's buff. Like, is oh, it the first time Willie rips his shirt off? Willie rips his shirt off, and it's the first time right. we've seen his buff body. They would redo this joke with Flanders, so mm. both him and Flanders <laughs> have buff bodies, and it would come back again, like in uh, oh, "Grease me up, woman." Oh yeah, that is him. You see his awesome bod then, and when he wrestles the wolf, oh, and when he wrestles the book, a, a wolf, <laughs> and in the. Uh, 
Yeah, very late season for us episode with the uh, Homer stealing Greece, and he's like, oh, "I'm from North Kilt Town," and he's oh, just yeah. in his he's in a towel the whole time, and that's where he strangles Homer till Homer's eye pops out. It's another and, scene uh, where Willie is covered in grease. Yeah, they love that. It, it, uh, they're working through some stuff on the yeah, Simpsons staff. So. I, I, I don't know, but yeah, this is the first setup of that joke of. So does Willie start digging, or is it Homer? It's I Willie. Homer, okay. well, oh, Homer, Homer starts digging, and then everybody catches. And then Willie on. goes, "Why didn't I think of?" It's an old-fashioned hole digging. By gar, it's been a while. I love it. By gar, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, you, I love that Jasper can be that guy. Well, my, fav- my favorite joke from this as a kid, and probably still is, the canary. Mm. The canary. <laughs> Girls, out of the hole! Yeah! Gentlemen, this canary died of natural causes. Back in the hole! Yeah! My favorite part of that joke is when they scream running back into the hole. Yeah. Like, ah. and, and just, I was watching this with my dad, like I did with all these episodes. I'm like an 11 year old boy. Uh, I didn't get the joke, and he told me about it. And then in little kid media, all of a sudden, it's just one of those things like, oh, I get like 18,000 jokes now. I didn't know about the canary yeah, dying never... first. That way, when you're digging down, and if you encounter methane or something, natural gas leak or something, yeah, it would, the, it'll kill you, but it'll kill a canary first. It'll kill the bird so, first, and if you see the birds dead, get the fuck out. Before and, they had like actual instruments to so, measure. Yeah, like, where's, where's Waldo? Pictures made sense all of a uh, sudden. Like it was it, well, yeah, also, it, revelatory. It, it became for uh, obviously, I think even for our parents' generation. That was just a saying. Like, it was just an idiom oh, like beating a dead mine, yeah. horse. Like, oh, yeah, this is the canary in the coal mine telling you things are fucked up. Like, this thing died, so you better change or whatever. But, uh, and also, what Sting's second appearance, I love it. Like, he's, he's a good digger. Yeah. Not while one of my fans needs me. Actually, I don't know if I've ever heard Bart play one of your albums. Shh. Marge, he's a good digger. <laughs> I, I love, okay, so Sting essentially rescues Bart, he, yeah. and he appears in the hole, and Bart goes, Sting! And then Homer shoves him out of the way, yeah. and that's the last we see Sting. Such he, a he great, mean disgraceful exit. Yeah. And, then, and then Bart's just like, Sting! Mom! Dad! Like, yeah. he just... It just, just washes over him, like, should I question this? No. No, well, he's probably going crazy at this point yeah. about it, but yeah, that he... Oh, God, the Sting, Sting's appearance, I think, was one of the funniest guest star ones, but it is of a guest star type that I came to dislike of. Oh, you're the famous person, and now you're just doing, like, you're just hanging around The Simpsons. Yeah. Like, at least they have the bridge of Sting working, like, he knew Krusty, and he's still in Springfield. I think they did enough work to justify it. They were enough. still worried that, uh, yeah. you know, this is a way for a celebrity to come, come into the world. It's not the same as, <laughs> it's not the same as, like, Oh, Lady, Lady Gaga's here. Hello. <laughs> Not like that. So how long was Bart down there? Like three weeks? Six? It, like, it implies it, one night at least. But the, the, that I know all the other goings digging. on of like uh, like the, the song dropping down yes. the charts. Yeah. It implies a much longer That's at time. least a week. And the <laughs> production of the song takes time. You also the like... Those don't pay for themselves, Henry. But, and then to dig... The, their very complex structure of digging they did too. Of just like, that's weeks. Yeah. Like... As as a grassroots effort, so Bart was down there way longer than it first seemed like. Like it, he missed a lot of school, is what I'm saying. <laughs> and this episode wraps up so quickly, just Willie pounding a sign to the ground. That'll do. That's, yeah. It's so great. I wish it worked in audio. It's yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, there's just one last thing to talk about with this, I think, which is. On the commentary, they are still mad they didn't win an Emmy for this one. Yes. So, what, what won the Emmy for this? Well, so it was the Primetime Emmy Awards of 1992, and they had won Best Original Animation the year before. And for they Principal just, Charming? Or, uh, it was Principal Charming. I thought so. Man, great And episode. their feeling was that 
after this, better. this year they thought this year's this episode's great. The lesson they learned was that this wasn't touchy feely enough, and you got to have ones with heart uh, to nominate to get those old buzzers at the Emmys to do it. <laughs> like this is why when we get to the um, brother, can you spare two dimes when they're really shitting on the Emmys? It's because of this. Oh, They're wow. mad they lost this. And they lost it to... Well, what else was nominated? There was something else really... Well, like... the winner... I don't I don't know all the nominees, but the winner okay. was Will Vinton's Claymation <laughs> Easter. The yes. 1992 Claymation Easter, which I don't think I even watched. Uh, I own I... it. I believe it has the voice of Jimmy Stewart. Oh, wow. Um, if I'm not I, mistaken... Well, do you own it just because it's on the Claymation Christmas uh, DVD? No. I, yeah. I Well, I used to have a... It's, website's down right now. We'll put it back up. Uh, Cartoon Christmas where we would recount christmas specials yeah. and i thought i'll just keep this going all year round mm-hmm. with different holiday specials and then i started to watch valentine's day and easter specials I'm like this is not it's, it's arbor day this is round. awful <laughs> this yeah. is awful you don't have the you don't have the warm fuzziness <laughs> no, of christmas no, not for, like, jesus yeah. not for Easter. the most exciting thing about easter is that in san francisco they race big wheel bikes down lombard street that's but, the only easter tradition that's cool well that just shows you how godless we become we're not yeah. easter man I want Easter like I want to eat a big ass ham and and cho- chocolate in the morning, big ass ham in the afternoon, and then I'm just dead in the evening. Uh, but yeah, Will Vinton, the creator of claymation, the the trademark term claymation, I believe. Yeah, not, yeah true. Not claim Don't animation. call it claymation if it's not a Will Vinton production because you're yeah, wrong. You technically, can't it's stop motion animation. Yes, stop motion. Yeah, but he created the the, uh, what, the California California raisins is most famous, yeah. I would say. Yeah, though I mean we I think all three of us. Watched the claymation Christmas special eight oh, million times as a kid. Yeah. Like it's, it's a super bummer that's not on TV anymore. That was yeah. that was before you could buy VHSs. It was like, dude, it's coming back on this year. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait. It was a reason to get excited. I can't wait. For sure. Uh, but uh, they not fans of Will Vinton though in the no. uh, Simpsons office. Still a little salty. So yeah, that was Radio Bart. One of the best episodes I think we talked oh, about oh, so far. This so is great. Flaming Mo's. I implore all of you once again go watch Ace in the Hole. You may think an old movie gonna, that's boring. Tonight, I, I swear to God, it's a great old movie. Let me know, Chris, if you like. It. Let me know, you folks at home, if you like it. I've been Bob Mackey, your host. You can find me on uh, Twitter as Bob Servo. I also host another podcast called Retronauts. It's a class in gaming podcast. Mm. You can find that at retronauts.com or usgamer.net. And, I got uh, to be on one of the episodes recently about yes, uh, Nick Arcade. You're going to be on an upcoming one that might have been out by now Ooh. on GamePro TV. Spoilers. Oh, I, I, this, That's lots of fun. Yes, so much fun. If you like... It's about the same era, I guess, that we're talking uh, about. Um, almost exactly. Yeah. And you can same see year. it made me appreciate Nick Arcade a whole lot more. <laughs> if, if we didn't say it, like, this is The Simpsons ushering in 1992. Yeah. This is the first show in 92. Yes. Oh, man. Wow. Uh, I turned 10 as well. See you later, H.W. Bush. <laughs> and you're still hanging on, though. Bill Clinton and him are both around looking weirdly aged. But yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, hey, we do lasertimepodcast.com. To all of our great stuff, like if you like this backwards talking about history stuff, there's 302010, our podcast time machine, yep. where we talk about the events in a given week in 1986, 1996, 2006, 302010. Yes. If you like the news segment in this, in Talking Simpsons at the top, how about a show with three segments of that? Oh, it's beautiful. You it. end up with so many eclectic talk- topics. Bob, you've heard 302010? Of course, yeah. Can you guess who has been on the header image the most? Uh, it can't be Johnny Five. No, Tom Cruise. It is Tom Cruise. I thought so. Yeah, <laughs> two in a row for him. It's God, an epic. Last Johnny week, Five Top Gun came longevity. out. There, like the the one week, Top Gun comes out and is the highest grossing movie of 1986. And then the next week, Mission Impossible comes out. Mm. Um, in 96 if you I'm not sure if I ex- explained the concept. He's going to bury well. us all. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yes, you yeah. could say some bad things about him, but he is 
stayed famous for a very long time. Yeah, like he's and the most a fun. episodes before that. Oh six Mission Impossible three. Yeah, oh, good times. But uh, also, if you want to listen to the first season oh, of yeah. Talking Simpsons, that's all on patreoncom time. Five dollars a month will get you access to that. A boatload of our special uh, podcast that's only for Patreon users. Bonus time. A bunch of, uh, of like. 50 co- movie commentaries that we've done and a bunch of cartoon commentaries if you give $10 or more a month and the season 2 wrap up of Talking Simpsons and now we're over the hump season 3 is yeah, uh, a hump so I mean, good this is the 13th episode I just mean that like season 3 is closer to being we're over we're slowly running out of good episodes Henry don't say that uh, well, well, we've got like 3 more I years. know we'll be here for a while years. thanks for joining us everybody we'll be back next week with the Simpsons take on the Super Bowl later infotainment.